0: Fans and welcome back to Low Expectations, the Grutter Golf Podcast, brought to you by the No Laying Up Podcast Network. Tonight, you've got Haley. Hello. And me, Jen, Jennifer. Um, and no Kiki tonight, um, but she sends her warmest regards to you all. Um, so, we've got a pretty funny interview um, coming up for you with uh, a good friend of Gigi and a uh, huge hype girl, Sue Tsunami Curtain. Um, yeah. I didn't stutter there. Her name's Susan Sue. Tsunami is her nickname, and Curtin is her last name. Wait, that just
1: made it sound like Sue is her middle name and Sue, Susan is her first name. <laughs> no, no. Susan, Susan
0: Sue. Sue. <laughs> Susan, comma, in, pre- like, in quotation, yeah, yeah, I Sue. Got I, I got it. And you. then also, Tsunami. Okay, <laughs> that is confusing. But I just didn't want people to think I was stuttering. Sue Tsunami. You know? I stutter Sue. a
1: lot of the time. I just stuttered there, as I was I saying. Do, I, I do, do stutter.
0: Am I? Yeah speaking's hard anyway um so she's coming up she was just um this past weekend in puerto rico for the amateur the u.s amateur four ball we didn't ask her how to say amateur i know we were discussing this before though okay do you say amateur or amateur
1: to me it's like pecan and pe- pecan or pecan there's so many ways to say the word um i don't know <laughs> one sounds fancier and, and kind of a. Uh... Hoity-toity, Wh- in amateur the, in the... to me sounds hoity-toity.
0: See, that's funny because I think it's just I say amateur. I grew up saying amateur. Same. I think in the context of golf, I've been saying amateur because it's faster to say, and I feel it like that's faster. what I hear on like broadcasts and whatnot.
1: Okay, so I guess it's amateur. So I guess I've that changed, answers our question. I've changed
0: it, but I think either one is appropriate. But in terms of the um, pecan, pecan debate, where do you fall?
1: I say it different every time because I feel like pecan, I really feel like I'm from Ohio when I say that. And then when I say pecan, I feel very like, oh, it's a pecan pie. Pecan.
0: I think oh. I say pecan, which is gross now There's that I think done it. third version.
2: I think mean, that's the East Coast version. pecan.
0: That and scallop as opposed to scallop. Yeah, you say scallop. I say scallop, but I think scallop is, it's do scallop. you say scallop? I say scallop. Oh,
1: that's
2: interesting. You also
0: say mum instead of mom. Well, yeah, but that's just, uh, that's a regional thing. Well, yeah, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't know if any of this was regional or what. So is amateur kind of like a Southern pronunciation then? You're right. I, I think like southern. This is I feel like southern uh, linguistics win the day in golf. I feel like yeah. sometimes when I'm talking to golf people, I have a southern, a bit of a twang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you think that? I don't think that. Are you saying that you agreeing that I have that, or are you saying no. that that you do that?
1: I agree with the idea that I will defer to the southerners about pronunciation when yeah. it comes to things around golf because it just seems a little bit more of a natural fit. I yeah. don't know if I've noticed you having a southern twang, but you pick up twangs here and there, and,
0: and you always have something
1: going on. So
0: just... there's a lot going on, <laughs> a lot going on in here. Yeah, maybe I should just talk less. Maybe that's the uh, that's the takeaway from all of this. You said two things, fewer things so words. far. words.
1: In the first three and a half minutes of us talking, you said two things that implies we should not have a podcast. <laughs> well...
0: So we have some news for you, folks. This is the last episode <laughs> this is ever. This final episode. <laughs> There's one logical conclusion to this journey, and it was us deciding to never speak again. Um, maybe someday. Just kidding. You're, you're not that lucky yet. Um, anyway, <laughs> back, back to, to Sue. Um, so yeah. she was in Puerto Rico for a tournament. That actually was mostly children. So we talked to her a lot about that, about the next generation of golfers coming up. Um, some pretty interesting stuff, I think. And some news from us, obviously. Um, we are about 10 days away from the first big outdoor event of the season for Grutter Golf. And that is the world-famous Girls on Greens. Literally world famous. the one, like I, well, I keep saying, and a lot of the advertisements that I've been putting on Instagram, the, the world's most fun women's golf non-competitive outing yeah and you can play anywhere from zero to 18 and that's objective yeah it's oh it's completely subjective object oh it's objective no it's objective (laughs) (laughs) that is it's objectively true um (laughs) oh you mean it's subjective yes um wow a lot of wordsmithing going on today too much um yeah seriously too much um so yeah it's gonna be really really fun we're gonna we're really putting a lot of eggs in the uh after party basket we're going to start the after party at like 3, 3.30. I was going to say, it's kind before. of like a during party party. Yeah, we're just going to be partying. I think that we're going to pull some people off of the course that just like yes. want to hang. And that's what we want to. We mostly just want to hang out. We mostly um, want you to stop playing golf and just come yeah. party. Well, that's kind of how we play golf. We, you know. We dabble. We say that we're playing golf and then it's just fun, you know. And I think that's how life should be. Um, We're gonna have a limbo contest brought to you by Hand Up Golf um, Gloves, and um, uh, yeah, so that's gonna a be a lot fun. of we have a lot of fun stuff. It's we're gonna, gonna have some be, fun activations. You're gonna, it's gonna love be a good it. Good time. Um, oh, the uh, okay, another thing that happened this week in golf news: um, Nasa Hataoka won the Dio Implant L.A. Open at Wilshire Country Club. Um, at 15 under was her winning score um, winning bad. by five decisively over my girl Hannah Green who I know is going to get is gonna win no, you've been she, uh, you've been
1: eyeing her all season well
0: she's been like how many top tens has she had at this point like, honestly I don't all, pay
1: attention to her so often oh, I, only,
0: sh- only because
1: I like her I, I just feel like the name sounds like someone that I work it's with generic. at my day job which I, I mean I respect that nothing against her but like it just is a name that I kind of gloss
0: over yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it is. A, it's not a name that catches your eye. I mean, unlike NASA. I mean, it's a good Haley, name. Haley, share your fun fact about NASA. Okay, this is my fun this fact. This is I didn't even know this.
1: Her parents named her after NASA. So another question: Do you pronounce it NASA or NASA? <laughs> <laughs> is she I NASA Hatoka? No, I think she's NASA Hatoka. I don't know. I'm gonna have to, ask her. Um, have to ask her. But her parents named her intentionally after the space agency, so that she would always
0: always reach for the stars that's amazing and she is that sweet yeah
1: it's her sixth win
0: and she's been on the tour since 2017 so she's won every year
1: yeah no that's pretty cool
0: she's very hot pretty neat yeah she's hot she's really hot um (laughs) but yeah no well hannah green obviously entered my radar um with the aeon risk reward last year yeah a million dollars yeah and until then because she's always i mean she's always up there right no you're right But, you know, just not not always like, you know, on the podium and I mean, I guess this goes to, you know, maybe some of the things we discussed with Sue, which are just like, you know, a lot of the smaller stories that people might know about um these players. You know, we just we just don't really know them necessarily. Yeah. Um, so all that is to say, uh, Nasa and Hannah, you're both invited on the podcast, whenever. And actually any LPGA player or any pro player. You know player. what? While we're at it, we we'll any what, you. While we're at it, honestly, anybody. Like, we – anybody. If you've touched a golf club, you can be at this podcast. That's true. It's... If you've thought about golf, you can be at this podcast. Um, so that was exciting. Wilshire Country Club got a lot of Hollywood sign um, uh, content. Um, Haley, I actually have a quiz question for you. You can't oh, Google shit. it. I won't. Don't look at your phone. Look at me. I well... Okay. <laughs> don't look down um what is dio implants
1: oh i wanted to say this when you intro it. i hate the name of it i don't i don't really know but i don't i don't what, like what, the what name. would be your guess um i i was going like my brain goes to like um cosmetic surgery implants but i have a feeling mm-hmm. it has to do with some like plastics of some sort like um
0: other other type of implants close it's almost halfway between those things dental implants what isn't that strange ew isn't that really weird like that's also, a great
1: quiz question thank I you i didn't asking.
0: know i didn't know that like dental implants were that much of a booming industry
1: or like do they okay this goes back do to they need to put it in the name right like can you guys just <laughs> like chill out and like put it on the brochures or whatever but like name it something fun so that people know like that's that's actually a gripe of mine about these tournaments and I know the men have, you know, their sponsors in the title as well, but, like, it goes back to the idea of the Dana Shore, like, bringing that back to the 20th century, like, 21st century. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> get We need to enter the 20th century finally, folks.
1: <laughs> well, words are hard. Um, but no, it brings back the idea of, like, let's get some, like, fun celebrities behind these events and call it that. Like, call it the Oprah classic and oh everyone my God. will tune in.
0: Why isn't yeah, I mean, Oprah getting
1: involved? She will. Once she hears about us, she will. But she will, um eventually. no, I do not give a shit about dental implants. I do not need that in the title of the golf tournament. Like, put it in the byline. Do do something else with it. But it does not need to be at the front of the title. Like that is just selfish and self serving. And I And hate just them. like the
0: implants, yeah, it's a like, gross. Like, I mean, I don't think people refer to like boob jobs as like implants anymore, but I know that was like the old term right i don't know i feel, I feel like that like used to be a thing like, she got know. breast implants
1: i feel like um the bbls have really i've recently yeah no on one's even dive. talking about
0: tits anymore honestly it's
1: all about the bbls and i'm convinced that this girl at my local coffee shop has one got one <laughs> recently she got one recently i mean we we saw her one weekend and she looked like a very normal girl and now it's very oddly shaped
0: so, how many? Anyway. How much time was in between, though? Because you know it's like a four-week recovery or something. Have you heard about the houses? No. Okay, so the surgeries. Okay, this I don't is like know how segue much segue you know the BBL, and, uh, BBL I mean? culture. Yeah, actually, honestly, it really is because I've got a lot to say, obviously, about the next topic. But um, so when you go to get a BBL, there are places that it's cheaper to get it done, like surgeons in Miami and stuff that just crank them out. And it's actually pretty dangerous, too. Like, it's not... I a did, smart I did idea find that.
1: If you to get, get in your it, blood yeah. vessels and be carried up to your brain.
0: Oh, I didn't even know the specifics. I just knew not safe. I a very deep one night. People go and you also book. Um, I saw. I think I saw this on like TikTok or something. You can book a room at like a BBL recovery house where like you go and stay in basically like an Airbnb, like a medical Airbnb type of situation, and you go to like recover because like you can't sleep on your back or sit down for like days. Like you can you only like lay in your down. stomach. No, your butt is, like, it's, oh, it's so your you butt can't surgery. Fly anywhere You literally can't Oh, yeah, fly no, home. you also can't fly. I think you need to... I think it's, like, 10-day mandatory recovery, like, in these places. So, so it's, like, a whole industry. What? Yeah, you're quarantined, so quarantine. basically. Um, um. Yeah, so...
1: I mean, there was not that much time in between it. Like, it was in the span of a couple weekends, but... Um, I don't know. I don't, don't really quickly. want to talk that much
0: shit. I do like her. She's very sweet. But, uh okay i don't think that anyone will be able to find her or identify her based on what you've said you just said she goes to her coffee shop no, no, she i don't even know what coffee shop. shop you go to she's the barista okay Haley, now you're getting specific <laughs> like also how can you see the barista's butt low counters and i'm the tall i have i have a <laughs> taller band you're peeking over the counters at her butt you're a perv Haley. you're the problem you're unsafe for women you're making her your workplace unsafe.
1: I'm crying.
0: No. And now you're talking about it in public <laughs> to all our listeners. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Well, so that's no. That. Before we
1: move on, I want it okay. to be known. The counters are low. I'm okay. tall. It's a huge class.
0: That's what you want to be known. Well, no. I just don't want to leave. I don't want to close that topic. No. <laughs> Oh man, I'm crying. Uh, That's it. Me too. Okay, go to the next topic. That's really making me laugh. Okay, the next topic. <laughs> okay. As many of you know, um, this past weekend, Paulina Gretzky wed um, Dustin Johnson in a beautiful ceremony at Blackberry Farm. Um, going into the weekend, I was told that Blackberry Farm was very like secretive and that there was gonna be a no cell phones policy, etc. That's not true. There's plenty of content to consume about this wedding. I accidentally saw their wedding picture like yesterday and then I put on our story because I was like, oh, that's I mean, that's news, you know, that's things that people are interested in. But then I wanted to see what the wedding was like. And they had a lot of people with public accounts um, who attended the wedding. And also everybody there was extremely like uh, conventionally hot. Like, I I don't know if they just like very glad like. Had like a no uglies clause in the invitation, or maybe they didn't invite any ugly people. They didn't invite them. Do implants? I don't think they even know anybody like normal looking, because everybody looked like they had stepped out of Revolve. Um,
1: Yeah. Um, I was just gonna say something really rude, and I don't want to offend my family, but it feels like they
0: didn't invite any of their family (laughs) members. Well, I think that maybe their family members just just respected the no cell phones, because it did say no cell phones apparently, but uh, no, it didn't stop anybody. Um, Sure, sure, but so, so some notable, um, guests, um, several, several Bravo liberties. So Austin Kroll, uh, or is that his last name?
1: You're talking to the wrong person. I don't know. Okay. Austin, basically
0: Austin from Southern charm and Craig from Southern charm. And Craig is dating Paige DeSorbo from summer house because they did a Southern charm summer house crossover called winter house. I did not watch that, but, um, it did exist. And so, yeah, they, they are, like, friends with Paulina and the Gretskys. They were actually seen um, in Aspen together earlier this year mm. or last year or something. It was, like, reported at, like, page six and stuff. A lot of people, when we put it on our story um, today that all the Bravo celebrities were there, were like, oh, my God, remember that? And I was like, oh, my God, yeah, I do now. Oh, my God, I do now. Um, yeah, yeah. Paulina hanging out with them and Aspen. So I need, I, f- I felt like I need to do like a yarn chart of like how they might know each other.
1: I would like to see you do that. I think I, wanna, I will. I'm going to, I'm going to make you do that now. I want it to be on your green wall behind you. And I want a visual of, of this because you said earlier that Gruder golf is the intersection of Bravo, Lebe- Bravo, liberties Bravo,
0: liberties.
1: Yeah. Is that a real word?
0: Yes, Bravo Liberties. It's I mean Bravo it's at least on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Andy. Bravo celebrities
1: and golf. That is good yes. golf. We are the intersection we're, of that. So the
0: Venn diagram, we're right there in the middle with all these people. Pauline is now in there with us. I know. Um, I've always like really shied away from Paulina coverage just because I feel like she's, you know, just kind of like objectified. So, she's um, objectified.
1: It's kind of like um I don't mean this as an, an insult to her, but it's like the low hanging fruit similar to the Lexi content. It's just like you know you're gonna hit a lot of fans with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and she but the thing is she's like a like aside from just being really hot, she's pretty interesting. Like
1: I don't know I much think, about her.
0: I, I don't either. But that's what makes her interesting. And I think also now knowing a lot about her wedding too, um, just gorgeous, like extremely tasteful, um, but creative. And just seemed How like How much do you
1: know about their wedding?
0: I've seen so many photos oh from God. it. Okay. I've like, I literally did a deep dive. Everybody who was not private that was like tagged in anything. Like I was on it and I've, I know them personally. So you've started now, the yarn chart. <laughs> um, yeah. The yarn chart is literally, it's on its way. There was a 3d um, photo booth, like yeah. a three, oh, no 360 photo video yeah. booth. Yeah, um, those are very which they have it like the Oscars and everything. Yeah, There was this like model looking man that I think is like her best friend or something um jeremy cohen have you, you you i'll send you this man's face um it's, it's very striking um it's yeah it's a little bit it's it's wild um and yeah so we had these photo booths we had a lot of also i was kind of um vision boarding for my personal wedding season because it made me rethink kind of like the direction that i was going to head for some of the weddings that i'm attending like do I want a feather element in my dress? Which I think now the answer is yes. I actually DM'd one of the guests and I said, where'd you get that dress? Who makes it? It's really cool. And I'm obsessed with it. And she said, she made it. She runs like yeah, a, that's... A, a chic um, cowboy hat company. It seems. Also several hairdressers, several um, hair stylists were in attendance. Everybody looked amazing. It was just really cool. Um, so yeah. So there was that. Um, again, I didn't expect to be so into um, the wedding until I started looking at things. And I was like, wow. I, that was my royal wedding. That was my royal. I just I see, want to see... I'm
1: trying to find photos now, but like, I want to see more coverage. Um, I definitely do not know that much about um, Paulina. I do find it weird. Like, why are they engaged for so long? They've been okay. engaged since, like, 2012.
0: So this... It was very telling um, what Vera Wang said about Paulina, um, because Vera Wang designed two dresses for her for um, the ceremony and the after party, and there were pictures from her fitting and everything. And it seems like they're actually pretty good friends. Um, mm-hmm. Her and she and Vera, and Vera said, "You know, this bride really just did things her way," and that I think this, I've, so, I've turned a corner on about. Paulina. Like I just really, I think she's really cool. Um, yeah, so I, I have a newfound respect for Paulina now. Okay. Not because like she's it. married or anything, um, but just because of the way that she... Now that she's an she, honest woman, you have yeah, respect Yeah, now that her. he's made an honest woman of her, <laughs> she's not living in sin anymore. Um, but yeah, I think that they just, like, started having it. She's also only 33. What? Yeah, I mean, I think she's, like, I think she just leads, like, a very, a life that, like, She's almost like Paris Hilton without all the fame, if that makes sense.
1: I mean, she's pretty famous though. Her dad's very famous.
0: She is, but not like I don't not think she ever way. I think she just like rode out the level of fame that she wanted. Yeah, she yeah, didn't yeah. like aspire to more necessarily. Sure. She was like, "I'm going to be famous for being hot. I'm going to you know, like that's going to be my thing." Like I don't think that she like has a company or anything like that and like yeah. I fucking She's not that. trying to like capitalize on
1: it. Yeah, Something she wasn't that... Kim
0: Kardashian, you know?
1: Yeah. Um one thing I'm realizing in my 30s now, I feel like I spent the majority of my life looking up to people that were older at me, and I was like, oh, like, I could do that. But now that I'm in my 30s, it's like, oh, I could never do that. Like, I would not, yeah, I would not ever hard. be that. It's, it's, I mean, they just live in a different universe, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, she might be 33, but she is at least 10 years older than me, um, just in every way, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep, she just, exactly. she like knows a lot more, I think. Yeah. Um, also, this is, so this is the last thing I'll say about, <laughs> about Paulina, but, um, so I think that one you know, like I said, one of the reasons I shied away from it is cause it's kind of like low hanging fruit, like plenty of coverage and not always for a reason. Right. Yeah. Um, but have you watched the Pam and Tommy on Hulu?
1: No, but I am interested. It's kind of in my backlog of like when I don't have anything else to watch and probably when Noah's not around, I don't know if he'd be totally into it.
0: Yeah, it's not, like, amazing. It's a little bit, like, campy and, like, slightly soapy a little bit. Yeah. Um, But it's it's an interesting story just because, like, I didn't know much. Like, I mean, we were really young when, like, the sex tape came out and stuff. So it wasn't, like, something that that really even registered with me at the time. Like, I also straight up did not even know, like, why Tommy Lee was famous until maybe, like, two years ago. You know, like, not super familiar with Motley Crue, whatever um but like pamela anderson i feel like is a almost like a interesting comparison to like paulina because like mm. one of the kind of like plot lines is like she gets to totally like slut shame for the whole like sex tape like oh well you know you carry yourself this way you've like posed for playboy you do xyz like look at you like what this is like this wasn't planned and everything and it's like then it kind of goes into like a little bit of like her past and like it's not like sinister the way that she like uses her looks or anything like that but like it's smart to do that because like, that's how that's her like commodity. I don't know. I don't think that I've fleshed this out completely, but you know, I don't hold it against hot people for being hot. You sound uh, you Dude, sound like
1: a, this. You you sound like Emrata right now. I
0: feel like Oh my god, <laughs> stop it. Stop it. No. That's my but that's my nightmare. That's Oh, mine no. too. Hailey, I don't agree with my body. I am sick of I think okay. Emily Ratajkowski needs to shut the fuck up. I think so too
1: I think uh, That's why I like
0: Paulina And Pamela Because they don't talk about it Because she Shut the fuck up They just shut the fuck up That's also a nice soundbite We like these women Because they
1: shut
0: the fuck up Yeah you know what If you want me to like you You better shut up about it You know Let me decide I'm gonna Uh... decide about you Alright so with that um, I think we should probably Just get into our conversation With Sue um... Where we do not Shut the fuck up For the next hour (laughs) All right, so you'll get to hear more of us not shutting up, um, because we don't do that, um, because we're hypocrites. So and we're not um, hot like Paulina, or and we're not even close to being as hot as, as them. No, if I were that hot, I wouldn't be doing this. I w- exactly. <laughs> I would shut up and just that'll be my Put life. My, my face job. out there. <laughs> oh my god, my face, my ass, everything, everything would be all out there. Um, but. It's not the cards we were dealt. So here we are. And here you are. And um, hopefully that hopefully you listen to the interview and you enjoy it. Um, yes. And we'll see you soon. Okay. Anyway, on with uh, Sue, Sue Curtin. Here she is. <laughs> Sue, a.k.a. Tsunami Curtain, absolute legend of the game, bi-coastal, the pride of Boston Golf Club. It is a true pleasure to have you on tonight. How are you doing?
3: Doing great. <laughs> um just recovering from a week um in Puerto Rico. So, it's catching up to me on this Tuesday night.
0: Oh, and that's why we're going to talk a lot about Puerto Rico. We were really just laughing a moment ago um hearing some of the tales. So, I think the listeners are really going to enjoy this one. Um but before we get started, I've been getting asked by a lot of people because you come up a lot for me in conversation because we talk a lot, we hang out a lot. And um so, you know, I've been getting asked like, well, how do you how do you know uh Sue Curtin? And um, I'm interested to in know how you answer that question. How do, I know you know, you? how do you know me? How do you know Grudergolf?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think somehow we strangely found each other on on uh, Instagram. I don't even know <laughs> how, really. Friends. I don't know. And um, yeah, I think I, you know, early on, I mean, I'm trying to think this is probably before the pandemic, right?
0: Yeah, pre pandemic. It's
3: scary. And um, I just remember kind of. You know, I've been involved in golf all my life, and I've worked in golf, and I'm obviously very passionate about women's golf. And I, you know, started watching you guys kind of rise up, um, you know, with this whole Gruder golf scene, and it's something I'd never witnessed or seen before in the game. And I think I reached out to you, and we ended up having a few drinks together, and
0: yeah, oh, yeah, the legal
3: It was like a weird first date. It was a weird <laughs> first date. <laughs> What was the first I was like, What was
1: the scene? I don't know. Like,
3: does she is she going to drink? Cuz I, you know, I don't think I'm going to have a drink and then she had a drink and then she was trying to act all like prim and proper and professional and then like Jen? you know. I three was, wines I, late. 3 I, wines later. We I, were was like, best I was driving Nick's I was driving
0: Nick's huge gigantic truck and I was terrified because like it's just a, it's like driving a living room and so I was like geez I don't know if I can have more than one glass of wine you know I'm driving <laughs> this big rig and I'm just nervous that I'm gonna like do something to it and you know get uh dumped or something so where
1: uh, you know. where was that first date I want to I want to um, set the scene a little, legacy, little bit legacy place. legacy place oh. with legal
0: seafoods oh with yes. legal sea bar yeah the legal sea bar yep. at legacy place yeah. you know common right, ground yep. common yeah ground. <laughs> <laughs> bringing two generations together
3: but yeah honestly from there
0: from there the rest is history you know just immediately immediately kindred I would say yeah
3: and then we ended up getting my husband and your boyfriend together and that has turned into a big love affair obsessed with each other I mean Mike Curran is Mike
1: Curran is one of our three male GGLC members (laughs) members. yeah right I don't think I'm a
3: member and Mike's a member (laughs)
1: I'm joining today though. Yeah. <laughs> Typically, we don't
0: let uh, we don't let the boys in, but he right. he got the
1: nod. He was an exception exactly. Yeah. That's right.
0: Well, yeah. he was reinvesting his winnings in one of the pools. <laughs> so yeah. He won yeah. one of the one of the pools, like the U.S. Women's Open pool or something, and he was. No, I think like, James I won it,
3: but he took some of James's earnings because he paid James's entry fee or something. Which, like that. Which which fair? Was, I mean, yeah, James yeah. is
0: in high school, so I think he should be keeping his <laughs> earnings when he wins betting. I think that oh, he we did have
3: be a we did that. have a fight about this.
0: <laughs> we we want to encourage, you know, yeah. young men to bet on women's sports. Yes. I think that's yes. one of the things that we're very yes. passionate about. It's one of our pillars.
3: Yes. <laughs> Definitely. And I'm raising those boys. All right. Nice. That's yes. what we like. That's yes. what we like to see. Yeah. I Don't would expect me, yeah. nothing less from you. <laughs> it's good stuff.
1: So soon. Yeah. I have a feeling that I fall victim to this idea of Jen's friends being my friends. So as Jen said, you guys do spend a lot of time together. You talk a lot. I also talk a lot to Jen. So I feel like I know you very well. I feel like we're good friends. I actually don't know that much about you, though. So I don't know your origin story and how you got into golf. I mean, I've heard it from Jen, but, you know, while you're here, we'd love to hear a little bit from you, how you got into golf, why you're still golfing, sure. why you like Gruder Golf, and, and why you're here.
3: All right. Well, yeah, my golf. uh, You know, my golf story. I got myself this back. You know, in the in the in the eighties when I was growing up. You know, golf was not popular. Golf was not cool. I was a I was a really good athlete. I played a lot of other sports. Softball was my other big sport that I, I played a ton of, and on the travel team. And I have an older sister who very good athlete as well. And you know we playing, you know, just playing all these different sports growing up, and I, my dad got free tickets to a LPJ event in at Calabasas Country Club right near where we were growing up, and he decided to take my sister and I, and I loved it so much after the first day that I made him take me back the second day on the Sunday, and it turns out it was a period of time when, like, Nancy Lopez was in her rookie year, and I was following around all these, like, you know, just great women golfers, and I had never... I'd never seen women's sports on in that type of venue before ever. Like it, you know, it's like my sister and I were playing all these ga- all these different um, sports growing up, but it, like we you know, you turn on the TV, you, you never see women's sports being you know shown or anything. So I was right. I was totally intrigued by it, and it was partly because my sister was a better softball player than me too. That I, kept, <laughs> I was like, I'm super competitive, so I was kind of looking for my own thing, and it took me like three years before. Uh, I was begging and begging for golf clubs and finally my uncle bought me a three wood and a seven iron from Kmart which is like equivalent to like a Walmart and And uh, I got them for Christmas and I just remember opening them up and we lived across the street from a park and I went this is in Southern California so weather was good and, uh, and it was from that moment on that I just fell in love with the game and my parents then, not golfers, um, just made sure I had you know opportunities and access. I joined a junior program, actually at Westlake Golf Course, oh. which is where Danielle Ken used to practice. I was wow. the, I was actually the first I was the first girl on the Westlake High School golf team. They'd never had a girl on the team before, and uh, I never get mentioned. But you know Danielle came <laughs> along. You know I don't know 15 years later, whatever paved it was. the way but, though
0: for her. Yeah, Thank right. You. I mean, think
3: about it, right? <laughs> And, uh, anyway, so it was this, Westlake Golf Course was this little public executive course and, you know, hitting off mats with lights on the driving range, looking over the 101 freeway, and I just, you know, I just got so, you know, it, was, it became my life and, and and my outlet and and spent all of high school playing it. And then I got, and then at, at the point of uh on Colleges, I, um... I actually ended up getting recruited, um, talked to several schools, but being sort of this punk 18-year-old that, you know, I wanted to go to a school where I felt like I could, I knew I could play in the top five right away. Wow. And I ended up transferring, I ended up uh, uh, going to BYU, Brigham Young University, and uh, for anybody that knows me, it's kind of a clash. (laughs) (laughs) Now why would you say that, Sue? Well, I, you know, I just, I, I don't, I kind of don't go with, con, you know, I don't follow traditional convention, you know. I'm, traditional I'm Mormon a, I'm values
0: a, aren't really your yeah, thing.
3: I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a semi-good Catholic, and Mormonism kind of didn't, you know, mesh very well. And uh, so I spent a year there. It was a great experience. I played for one of the best coaches I've ever played in my life. Uh, his name is Gary Howard, and um, I don't think good coaches come along often, and I can say that my... The best experience for me at BYU was, was Gary Howard, even though it didn't work out for a long-term plan for me. And uh, several, of the, several of the girls on, and women on the team with me, uh, most of the team was Catholic, so I felt very comfortable going there. Wow. Uh, several actually ended up um, converting to Mormonism by the time they graduated. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, interesting. Wow. Uh, not about but, that. But it was not the place for me, yeah. and uh, I ended up transferring out here to the East Coast, and ended up taking a hiatus from golf. I, I um, uh, Jen knows this about me, I uh, I left golf for a while, I joined the Coast Guard, I was in the Coast Guard for four years while I was finishing my degree. And, um, uh, and then, you know, you, you get out of school and I got out of the Coast Guard and um, had to start working. And my husband, who I met in college, was the one that actually got me back into golf, Big Mike. Um, I mentioned earlier <laughs> and he was captain of the golf team at Holy Cross where we met um, and he got me back into the game and then you know so we played you know recreationally for fun and then we had kids my oldest son has a lot had a lot of medical issues and and uh, you know problems through school and stuff so that really kind of put golf on the back burner and I really didn't start playing uh, competitive golf again until like 2016 Kind of crazy, so I didn't know. Yeah, what I mean, so reason. yeah, so it's really. I mean, actually, when we discussed this this tournament down in Puerto Rico, uh, you know, I had a couple. You know, I had some parents asking me. I had some a couple of the USGA people asking me, you know, about you know, oh, like you know, you've been playing for so long, and I said, actually, like I've only been playing in USGA events since 2016. That's the first I, I qualified for the US mid end way back in 2000 but that was like a just a one-off and really golf was totally put on the back burner and because you guys know you work right it's hard oh my god it's hard it's hard it's hard to balance everything and and uh and to be good at it so when my kids got older and um my son's issues you know he, he he's becoming more independent and doing much better i just picked up the clubs again and said why not why not give it you know why not start playing again, and, and I really had the competitive drive and qualified for the 2016 uh, U.S. Women's 4-Ball with my friend Pam, which is the, the event I just played in um, last week, so that was my fourth one, but uh, yeah, I and mean, you think about that, I mean, I've been, it's only really been like the last six or seven years that I got back into the game, so, so there's hope That's out amazing.
1: there. Really nice. hope there for there really grade. is. It's incredible, There really is.
0: There really is hope. <laughs> I, I see people think yeah. I'm joking when I say that I really mean that. Like I wanna Ooh. I wanna contend someday.
3: Yeah, yeah. you some... know, like a lot of the women I'm competing against now on like like so I just I last year was my first year that I was eligible for um the 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 senior stuff that uh, you have to be 50 and like I feel like all these women I'm playing against are all like you know we're like all Americans in college a lot like I would a lot of them were. Were pros that rein, were reinstated amateurs, you know, multiple like USGA or national champions, and I just showed up, and you know, and I feel like the, I feel like I have a little bit of like a leg up just because I don't have any history of the way I used to play. <laughs> that makes sense. No <laughs> bad, no bad you know, I was I, like, I'm not demons. like, yeah, like I'm not like trying to be who I was, or the frustration of that. I'm just like right. I've just sort of been. I, my experience is I uh, keep getting better, and I'm gonna just kind of try and ride that way for the next ten years and see what happens. Cool. Wow, wow!
1: That is very cool. cool. I completely missed that you only picked this back up in 2016.
3: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I played a lot of casual golf, but yeah, not competitively, yeah, yeah. and but because it's very different, it's very, very different. I can only um, imagine. Yes, it's,
0: it seems very different. Honestly, you have it's to keep different. score for one. <laughs> That's one thing you always have to do is Number keep score. One, you yeah. have to keep you score. definitely
3: have to keep score. Yeah. Inaccurately, so too. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no no asterisks Ooh. or .5s or squiggly Smiley faces. faces. Smiley faces, yeah,
3: Things squiggles. like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man.
0: Yeah. 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 So, well,
3: yeah.
0: the U.S. I mean, so, I mean, I'm very excited. I was pumped anyway that you played in the U.S. Women's Senior Open. U.S. Senior Women's yes. Open. Too many yes. words in there. Why can't it just be yeah. the US? And I understand that's one
3: of
0: there. your goals, Jen. So Some, someday, I think the senior open. Yeah. I think if I yes. have, you know, that was one of your goals, I have
3: like twenty-ish
0: years to make it. I think yeah. in twenty years, when I first started playing golf, one of the things I was really pumped about, I was like, "Wait, I've got fifty years to like really work on this," you know, like I got time. You gotta be, you gotta be really down on yourself to not think that like you can get better <laughs> at least like nominally within fifty years' time, you know it's right. to be a lot better and a lot of things so and then now you know now that i got no the senior stuff starts at 50 yeah. like you got, i got like,
3: 20 years right
0: like. and this is a year that i'm gonna make a lot of improvements you know we we share um a coach i've only taken one lesson with him in all things <laughs> but um we do share a coach <laughs> i talk about him as my coach all the time and he said he was actually Haley when we ran into him at the solheim cup he was because i was like lee i i need to take a lesson with you you know and he was like oh yeah you know um you know, you tell me what your goals are, we're, we're going to get you there. And I was like, you haven't even seen me swing at all, Um, so who knows about that. But he's like, yeah, one of my one of my uh, students came in, and she said, I want to make it to the um, Senior Women's Open, and, and she got there. And I was like, wait, uh, was it Sue? And he's like, yeah, Sue Curtin. I was like, okay, that's I know her. <laughs> so you're the star student. You're, right. you know. Yes.
3: I'm his prized possession at the moment. I'm going to try and keep in his graces right now. But I just I saw know, him today. Definitely. Yeah. We How, how'd that go?
0: What, what are you working it's on great. currently? Because to me, you look like a, a perfect golfer. So it's interesting well, to you. know what a really, really great golfer yeah. like tries to um, work on.
3: Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm really kind of working on the exact same thing I've been working on with him um, for like the last, you know, year that I, I've, I've only been working with Lee for a year. But um, yeah, he's just, you know, it's, it's amazing back to my age and everything, you know, I, I'm hitting the ball farther than I've ever hit it, um, you know, which is pretty incredible if you think about that, right? Yeah. Like, you know, um, most people, you know, they're fighting losing their, you know, their distance and their strength, but he really has taught me that, you know, the, the golf swing is, is really so much more of the lower body and, um, you know, using your, you know, using your body to your advantage as far as how physics work. And um, I think a lot, you know, a lot of instructors really focus on you know hitting the ball and and his 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 sort of how he teaches it's all really like you know your it, more the your footwork your weight transfer how you how your lower body is really leading the upper body um, and it's it's worked really well for me so I you know he it's funny I you know you took one lesson from him but I you know most of my lessons I'm majority of the time he usually spends two hours with them a week you know all at once and majority of the time all I'm hitting is a 30 yard shot and it's the most frustrating freaking 30 yards you could ever imagine <laughs> Ch- trying to get you know just trying to get my footwork and and my turn right um and you know I'm, you know it's not like I'm sitting there pounding you know six irons and drivers all the time I'm, I'm literally trying to work on this little 30 yard shot and it translates up it's incredible so we work on it. we really just work on a lot of drills. Um, and he has a great way of explaining what he's trying to get me to accomplish. So, um, but yeah, I, you know, I just I, I said to him, you know, we played sixty three uh, like six thousand three hundred fifty yards at the U.S. Women's Four Ball, and length was not my issue. Like I, um, I was keeping up with the majority of the field. Now there's some outliers. Yeah. There's some there's some you know some young women that are playing at the collegiate level that are just you know hitting as far as the LPGA tour, but. Um, I figure if I can, you know, I'm not. That's the maximum length I'm going to play. Mostly in, in my tournaments, it's you know much less than that. So, um, yeah, he's been great. Yeah, was inspiring. Um, was one of the is is
0: Chloe Chloe Kowaleski? Is she the bomber that was at um, yes, the Olympic Club?
3: She was there. Were she you keeping up with her? <laughs> I was not keeping up with Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I just had to. <laughs> we an play. an had we played. We played uh, like five holes in a pract- one of our practice rounds with two gals from uh, that play for the uh, Kentucky golf team, oh and one gal's from Spain, and the other girl's from Kentucky, and they, like, stepped up, and the last, the 18th hole at the course we were playing was, like, 535 yards, and the young gal from, from Spain just bombs her drive, has six iron in, flies the green in two, right, chipping back up, you know, to get it close for, you know, chipping, trying to chip in for eagle. And so I asked the two of them, and I'm like, you know, you guys, like, you guys are pretty long. You know, when you played at Nationals last year for the NCAs. I'm like, where would you guys put yourself in category of length? And uh, Laney, the young girl from Kentucky, said, oh, Sue, yeah, we're, 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 we're long, we're, we're, we're kind of longer hitters. And then Maria from, from Spain goes, Sue we are the longest <laughs> so, <laughs> but just like do you think about that like driver six iron over the green uh, you know 530 yard par 5 like just it's yeah. just that's another that's just another level yeah you know? yeah it's crazy
0: can't really so, even that's a daunting like uh, yeah. whole length so terrible. I was keeping up with like
3: the 15 16 year olds you know nice nice nice
0: <laughs> probably, probably beat the shit out of the 12 year
3: old right pummeled uh, her 12, you know <laughs> couple of them well, well do we to intimidate uh, the hell out of
1: them? you know. Do we wanna <laughs> jump into the tournament and why yeah. you are playing we, with twelve
0: year olds? I think that we <laughs> yeah. need to. Yeah, we have so we have a few questions. So everybody, in case you haven't kind of picked up on this yet, so Sue was down in Puerto Rico playing at the US women's amateur four ball at the Grand Reserve Golf Club in Rio Grande, Puerto Rico. Um I a lot really want to come and I I try. just was getting to the finish of, you know, a six yeah. week kind of travel. Binge and uh, just wasn't in the cards for me physically or or mentally. Next um, time, but yeah. So next time definitely. I'm def- yeah. now that I like know too. I I really need to like see this in real life. But you do. So spoiler alert. Um, Sue and Chelsea did not win. Um, the winners were. Tiana we didn't even hein, make the cut. And Sarah M. <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna tell. I wasn't gonna say. That. <laughs> we're in a blow of your spot like that. Um, but they they only won by one up though, which Haley and I now know that means it was down to the finish, down to the wire, right? That's mm. 17 holes they played.
3: Yeah,
0: gives one by one yeah. with only one left. Yeah. You uh, know, we're working on these skills. Oh, we're working on the skills okay. of understanding match play. Yeah. Um, but I think the listeners appreciate that. Um, so they beat out Caitlin Schroeder and Bailey Shoemaker, which were also two names that I recognized. I was going to say, why do I yes. know Bailey Shoemaker? Who's that? I, I think that we just hear, I don't, you know. She's a very good amateur
3: player, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a college be. player? Yeah.
0: Yes. She's playing college? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I mean, yeah. a lot of these college girls too, Haley, you know, they'll be like Curtis Cup, Junior Solheim, you know, these types mm-hmm. of like big yeah. tournaments that you end up hearing about. So I, I noticed, love the fact that you
3: guys are recognizing names, though. I cool. do
0: too, honestly. That's why I'm bragging about it because I'm like, I know who this is. <laughs> I
3: mean, and like so- when I saw
0: Chloe Kowalewski, I was like, oh, I remember her because I think we DM'd her because she, she was at the US. She yeah, was at the US. Yeah, and
3: Olympics. she was hitting yeah. it
0: so far. Everyone's calling her like the, the like young female John Daly, basically. She just has I this like it. wild swing and she's a lot of power. So um, yeah, it's it's fun to watch kind of these like young players like you know come up and recognize some of the names and then someday hopefully they'll be on the tour um but we so we have some logistical questions about the tournament yeah. first and then we'll get yeah, I was just looking to kind of Bailey of...
3: Bailey Shoemaker's right you know is like ranked in the top uh I think she's right now 141st in the country oh wow uh, or in the world on world amateur golf oh, wow oh the Trying world where she goes to school but anyway yeah, well, one yeah. to watch, definitely one yes. to watch. You know, a yes. name that
0: hopefully now the listeners will recognize as well. Yes. Um, I was say it as but many times so as we have hard. we have some logistical questions, then some kind of tr- questions about the experience. Um, sure. So, just like, uh, give us a recap of, of four ball too. So, what is a four ball tournament? It's the Yeah. Round. So
3: it's actually out of all the USGA events, it's the it's the only team event um, that you can play in. Um, so four ball is. You have you have a partner, and uh, your what your score it's best ball on the hole. So on the first hole, if I got a four and Chelsea got a five, we would take my four, and that would count as our score. So it's the best ball of each of each hole. So it's a it's a really I mean fun format. It's definitely you know uh, once you get into match play, you know it's there's definitely a lot of strategy around you know um, you know how you play out the hole. The rules, you know, the, the match play rules could be a little different. Where, like, if let's say I'm away, you know, to putt for birdie, but Chelsea uh, has a four footer for par, she can go ahead and make the, four, you know, go ahead and putt to oh. make the par, to free me up so I can I can be a little bit more freer on making the birdie putt. Wow. Um, so there's some, you know, there's some really cool, you know, strategy around, um, you know, how you play, and you could be more aggressive. Um, uh, it just depends on you know sort of how the match is going and and uh how you're feeling but uh wow. but it's a it's a really I I just love the format. I've always loved four ball. Um it's uh it's actually you know that's a lot of what they play. You know, it you know, it private like sort of like it like it like over in the UK and Ireland, you know, club matches are always there's a lot of four ball play. Um it's just a sort of big tradition of the game. So it's it's uh you know, it's only I'm trying to think, remember which, what, what number four ball this was? Is uh, this the four? seventh four ball? Was this number seven? Was this a seventh USGA four ball? I can't remember. I should know this. But, for you? Uh, no, 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 for, for the USGA. So it's only been in oh. existence for, Okay, I was like, like no, this is seven. the fourth. Yeah, so I've played in it four times. Yeah. I think they've had seven or eight. I was like, I was um, listening. Yeah, 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 yes, yes. yes. Oh, so, wow. Um, yeah, so there's, yeah, so it's it's a relatively new USGA event. Uh, oh. So it's pretty cool. I highly recommend you do a Grutter golf four ball at some
0: point. Well, I think that I want to start mm-hmm. playing. I like playing with you because I like that you make it kind of competitive. I feel like I play better then. So I want yeah, to start. Again, Haley, focused. I think that. Yeah, Haley. I, well, I mean, sometimes. I wouldn't go that far, Sue. You're not always helping me focus. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I can see. I perfect can see storm. storm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well, Haley, actually, I think when we're playing, I think we should start like doing some more little, you know, I definitely well, think we should jabbled. do a little bit
1: more prop bets or just, like, back nine. Skins. Betting. Exactly, yes. Um, <laughs> but I actually haven't even uh, intro this idea to you or Kiki, but uh, I was at a, um, I guess, like, what is it, a senior tour slash celebrity pro-am event this past week in the Club Corp Classic, and the celebrities are doing a, um, is it a stable ford? Stable Yeah, ford? yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. I was thinking for Grutter Golf Events, Why don't we bring that scoring, but instead of like uh, bogeys, birdies, et cetera, it's like if you hit the ball, you get a point. I don't hate that. If you are keeping pace of play, you get a point. You get a point. We need a that (laughs) needs to be all the points. Honestly, if you take a shot, you get a point, like a a shot shot. Um, Okay, yeah. Play around with that, and I think that this is
0: a really good idea. We should workshop this. Yeah, I like. Like I said,
1: very much whiteboard right now, not fully baked, (laughs) but uh, I just remember that when we were talking about it. It occurred to me this weekend that that could be a fun uh, application. Jot that down.
0: It's jotted. It's it's recorded. (laughs) It's it's jotted. (laughs) Yeah, on the recording. It's jotted jotted audibly. Exactly. (laughs)
3: It's a good plan. Um, Anyway.
0: Okay, so my next question, and I think about this often, why is it called mid-am? Is there, like, an upper and a lower also? (laughs) Like, what's with the mid, and, like, what are the alternatives?
3: Yeah, so – um, so back to, you know, just to help explain that, that this U.S. women's four ball, you know, like I said, this is the fourth one I've played it, and somebody, somebody at the tournament asked me, you know, like, you know, so, you know, how did this, how did this year compare to, to others, and I'm like, it's well, everybody's a lot younger, they keep getting <laughs> younger, and it used to be that I'd be the same age as the parents and the kids I was playing against, and like, now I'm older than the parents, so that was a little <laughs> distressing, um, but, um, you know, out of the 128 competitors that made up the 64 teams, 99 of them were under 19 at this event. 99! That's and, um, so insane. So what we were calling our Mid-Am teams, I think there was, there was four or five Mid-Am teams that actually made it to the championship. And Mid-Am means, so Mid-Am in, in, in the USGA terminology is 25 and older. Oh, so okay. golfers that are 25 and older. Right? Okay. So like like the there's the U.S. Women's Amateur and then there's the U.S. Women's Mid Amateur and then the U.S. Women's Senior Amateur. So oh, mid so it goes okay. you know any any age any age in amateur, mid am is 25 and older, and senior is 50 and older.
0: Okay, ah, that I'm yeah. so glad to know that now because yeah. I kept wondering what the mid was. Like what sure. was it? It's a low middle. Right. In the middle, they right. put the middle pretty low.
3: Yeah. yeah. Um, can and I? Ask- you're kind of in... Yeah, I was going to say, you're kind of in purgatory if you're at that age 22 to 25. Because <laughs> it's kind of no man's land, right? Yeah. Like, Yeah. You're out of college, you know, and you're not, you didn't go pro, but you can't play the mid-am. But, you know... Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> rough.
0: jeez. Wait, so can anybody <laughs> play in the, the amateur? Like, the... Like, as long as USG you're... Uh, tournament?
3: As long as you... Your handicap index is is below their you know is within their range of what they accept applications for. Yeah, I yeah. mean that's that's the great thing about USJ yeah. events is that they have qualifiers for every event, and you know as long as your handicap is in the range for that specific event, everyone gets a shot at it. It's
1: pretty. cool. Can you just toss out like what is the range, just so we ask, like asking
0: so for? So I have to look. look up. There's a specific number, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. That. Um, <laughs> I'm, gonna so to look, I'm gonna have to look. I'm gonna have to
3: look up the amateur, but it's pretty low, I think. For women, I think it's, like, under... It uh, might be under... It might be under four. It might be lower than that. Let me look it i look at I just want to know because.
0: how much longer I have to go. While you're looking, I just had a nice... Well, ball. you should look up mid-ameter, guys. You guys are over 25. are certainly over 25. but would we be allowed... If we got better, <laughs> would we be allowed to play Anwa? Like,
3: could no, you play Anwa? No. No, we're not Okay, AMI. so this is actually... Okay, this is actually a controversial... Not controversial, but... But as far as the Augusta National Women's Amateur, what's really interesting, and this, this really came up the first year they hosted it, is their criteria. If you go on the, the, the website and you look at the criteria for, because um, it's an invitational, right? So yeah. you have to be asked to play in it. There's no qualifying or entry. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, I, I should first say, it, I think it's an amazing, incredibly cool event. And oh, yeah. like, whatever Augusta does, they do so well. Um, there's there is some and I and I'm of this camp also. I think unfortunately, and, and I'm hoping that maybe down the road they may um, consider making some changes. But right now, if they invite any any amateur female player within um, the top 100 world amateur golf rankings, okay? okay, so that's like this is like the top, and I think it, it goes down the list maybe a little bit more as far as to create a full field. But if they're basically looking at like the top 200. Um, women amateurs at, in the World Amateur Golf Rankings. Have you okay. guys ever looked at those? You guys should look at those. It's called it, I definitely will. The not. acronym is Wagger, so you might hear people talk about it and say Wagger. <laughs> That's kind of um fun. and uh so um so it's you know, so going off of that list, the only way to earn points for to 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 reach that level in the in the World Amateur Golf Ranking point system is you've got to play in so many AJGA events, which is the, oh, what, the okay. what the teenagers play in, or the college qualifying events, right? Okay. So automatically, mid-ams have no shot at being in the top 200 because we just don't have enough events to play in.
0: Right. Right. Okay.
3: Does that make sense? So, like, oh, you yeah. would, like, and so I think you know, I think there's just, there's definitely some very accomplished mid-amateurs that I think deserve a chance to play it. At the Augusta Women's National, you know, at the Augusta National uh, Women's event, um, you know, I mean, there's a whole handful of them that. Yeah, is it know, like I'm does hoping...
0: Ina Kim Shad win every year or something? The Madame has she won like three? No, times the
3: Madame's. Uh,
0: I mean, she's won it, won it but
3: um, you know, it's it's a it's a pretty competitive field. There's uh, Megan Stasi who just was down in Puerto Rico. Also, her and her four ball partner Don Woodard, they've qualified for every single one of the. F- U.S. Women's Four Balls and um, Megan's a four-time U.S. Mid-Am champ, and then there was Julia Potter and Kelsey Chubb that were there as a team. They uh, Julia's won it twice, Kelsey's won it once. Wow. Um, our own Shannon Johnson here from Massachusetts has won it. She won it in 2018. Um, so it's a it's a it's a pretty competitive yeah. um, group of women that you know all really accomplished players. And you know with the with the Masters. The history there is they always invite the U.S. mid amateur champion to play at the Masters. Uh, so I'm just hoping that so there is a chance. You're saying there's a chance, right? Like I'm hoping. <laughs> it's <laughs> <president>. I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping that you know the the committee at Augusta may take a look at that at some point and say, you know what, we should we should invite and you know with these you know with the field that we select, we should invite the two last U.S. mid am champs.
0: That would be cool. But you never know. There's right. incentive,
3: yeah, yeah. But there was a, there was when this when the event first was uh, came about, it would, that was sort of people were scratching their head like why the mid, why a mid am wasn't getting a chance to play, but maybe down the road, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah hey. They, it's, it's, know, it's their event, that, you know, it's their invitation. Yeah, it would be, I think yeah. I think it would be great to see, you know. Oh yeah, I would we'll love see. that. But
0: that's okay. That's extremely illuminating in terms of the mid, yeah, flat, and then senior. <laughs> Yes. So it really is the mid. The flat. Oh, yes. Well, the flat. The flat is just the... Because the, <laughs> the there's fine. a junior, you know, it's not like junior outer. Yeah, yeah. It's just... It's yeah, like, you know, uh, and it's,
3: you know, kind of like I told you guys in my story about golf. You know, it's, it's, um, you lose a lot of women between that 22 age range oh, to sure. 40, whatever. Yeah. Because, you know, it's, I don't think women have the uh, same opportunities as far as like the financial security um the time off right if you're having kids like it's it's um it's definitely something there's a group of us who are hoping to try and you know um try and keep women that even you know, ended a college career and still really good players and want to play competitively it's like how do we keep them you know in the game for longer you know yeah,
0: yeah no, definitely. not an easy
3: no easy answers on that one
0: no, yeah. And then, I mean, even if they go on to just like, you know, club championships and stuff, I mean, the field there is probably significantly smaller than the, the men's field, right? So it's yeah, not as much of definitely. that. Definitely. Yeah. That same yeah. thing. So, yeah. And then they're, otherwise, they're just stuck with, you know, Grutter golf. And they're like, these girls suck. <laughs> I don't want to play with them, <laughs> you know? Can't like, even finish around keeping score. I don't want to drag them down, you know? <laughs> there needs to be another option. Jeez. Uh, maybe we can um, do um
1: the Grutter. We can do, like, a mid, mid-gruder, yeah. Like, we can have, like, the gruder baseline, which is don't keep yeah. score. And mid-gruder. Then a, and, then a, <laughs> yeah. and then a mid-gruder, which is when you're kind of good. Yeah. It's not a bad right? idea. I
3: don't know. Uh, Full of ideas. You guys should host, you guys should host a, like, a mid-amateur Well, I championship.
0: we've got some, some big ideas about a pro-am, actually. Like, yeah. a, a true right. pro-am. Okay. I was, the wheels were turning when I was in Palm Springs, too, because... Obviously, now you know the uh, but isn't the senior men's open gonna be at um, at Mission Hills now? I think I heard about that. Yeah, Mission Hills is picking up the some or some sort of senior men's tournament, the champions tour event, yeah, something like that. Oh, yeah, senior men's, the champions, um, the champions tour. Um, Yes. But I was thinking, you know, people were talking, there was a lot of talk about the old Hollywood. You know, I didn't really know anything about Palm Springs before. And so there's so much like old Hollywood, like, you know, names that I like, I don't really know what they're famous for necessarily, but I know they were like Bob Hope, for example, um, extremely famous, right? I can't put a face to the name personally. So I think, you know, who else are the, are the very famous people that are known for Palm Springs now? The Kardashians. I think you do some sort of cool, <laughs> chic pro am. You get all the LA people. I mean, there were celebrities at the Chevron. You had Nile from One Direction down there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, He's from Otis golf. golf. Did you so. cover?
3: Did you cover your fan experience at Chevron?
0: Oh, I sure did. I sure okay. did too. We went. So I did my homework. I will go back and listen to that one. Oh my god! Don't even worry yeah. about it. It was really. I was still kind of reeling from the weekend. Um, because, you know, the, the solo travel experience, the life on the road, was really a, a core part of what wait, I learned about. I, 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 hooked, I hooked you up, though. Right? Oh, no, wait. No, I had yeah. friends during the day. I had yeah. so many friends yeah. during the day. I had a blast. Yeah. But I was just, you know, then I think being alone in hotel rooms, I just, like, it's. I'm not into it. Did, I? Uh, you, you should did,
3: have hung... You should have stayed out hanging out with Nicola Mary. I should have just...
0: I know. I should have. I was getting to lay the land, you know? I was <laughs> I was getting my feet wet in the Palm Springs scene. We man- I managed to find find like stuff to do, you know. But yeah, it was you uh, kept yourself busy. I am surprised you didn't send Sue busy. any uh, any dispatches from the road. Oh, I was sending Sue's dispatches. Okay, me and yeah, GJ. Yeah, We're gonna get GJ yeah. on pretty soon too. The world Definitely. speed golf yeah channel. Yes, she, was she is a star athlete. Yes, yeah. so, so
3: she's playing, uh, Yeah, she'll be. So she'll be in uh, Texas. Yeah? Okay. So yeah. So yeah, maybe you should come out to dinner with us. One I'd day. love to. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. We'll make it happen. Damn it. That'd okay. be
1: Fine. a blast. Yeah. We'll make it happen. I, I can drive to Arlington. I can find my way there. I will leave <laughs> I will leave my street on a weekday for you.
3: Okay. It's, like, it's only like ten minutes,
1: right? <laughs> I truly don't know. It's I mean okay. Texas is big, I just assume everything's forty five <laughs> yeah. minutes away. Yeah. But uh yeah,
0: so so much land, so spread out. A lot of land. <laughs> Um, so, Sue, until you played in this tournament, I was completely unaware that about pretty much all of this, that they skewed so much younger and everything, but you said they're getting younger and younger. They
3: are. And they're getting better and better. Jeez.
0: So, yeah. um, for the listeners, the youngest competitors uh, this past weekend were Ella June Hanant, who was 12 years old, and <laughs> Jenna Kim, who's 13, and they were both born in 2009. So That's
1: bone chilling. That's
0: yeah. crazy. It's <laughs> yeah. so when we graduated from high school. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I, you know, I think I, I I told you before that um, we started a drinking game we were, we, when we were there. And it was, you know, if I, whenever I got asked how my daughter played, you had to take a drink. <laughs> That's so, awesome. <laughs> that how many amazing. times did that happen? It happened several <laughs> times. So uh, we'd end up, you know, we'd end up, uh, all the mid-amps would end up back at the bar at, yeah. the, at the end of the day, uh, in, the, in the evening. And, uh, you know, have a drink and, you know, console ourselves over, you know, the double bogey we made or whatever. And all the other people at the bar were all the moms and dads that, you know, brought the kiddos down to Puerto Rico. And so, um, that was, that's where a lot of, a lot of the, uh, how did your daughter play, um. Uh, come into conversation. So, and then,
0: so what did it you say cute. to them? Did you ever come up with a, a fun answer for them? Well, I, don't, I don't
3: have a daughter. Funny yeah. like, <laughs> <What like>, you <laughs> ask, I don't have a daughter. That was your uh, competition. Yeah. Yeah. Usually somebody stepped in in the middle when that happened, though. So, <laughs> one of my friends had my back. So,
0: I, I would
1: have loved it <laughs> if you, like, immediately started talking shit about their kids. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, being a direct competitor, playing like, against this
0: little asshole. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, I will tell you. I mean just talking to some of the kids um we met we met these two really like just huge personalities um they were adorable and they were a lot of fun um uh, girl from young lady from um Delaware and a young lady from Philly and uh they didn't know I was playing either we were again sitting at the bar and they came up to order takeout and uh um somehow that, we started talking to them and they, their eyes sort of bulge out of their head when I told them I was playing in the tournament, too. Um, but, uh, you know, you get talking to these kids, and you find out, you know, kind of what their, you know, what their golf life is like. And, you know, they had, you know, they talked about their short game coach and their regular swing coach and their trainer. And I'm, like, sitting there thinking to myself, like, right, like I mean, I was not sophisticated at that age at all like you know and nor would my parents have ever you know I mean that stuff just didn't exist no you know yeah and I'm not of the gen you know we're the you know we're the gen xers or you know we're the latchkey kids like you know parents are just lucky if you know there was enough food in the refrigerator for you to eat after school but (laughs) um yeah so it's like the intensity of that is I mean I guess it's it is producing this whole crop of really talented athletes but I just don't know the sustainability of it like you know um well yeah because you know if, in, if the you long, in the long in the long run, run
0: yeah and I mean just like how much room is there like at the top for all those kids with swing coaches yeah. and short game coaches and, you yeah. know like and how you know if you're 14 years old with all of that like how long do you how many kids still love it by the time they graduate from high school you know I like know, know. Or, or when does it start feeling like a job kind of you know like, awesome. if yeah. like it
1: has to be a that lot much invested in you Right, it has yeah. to be a lot sooner when you have multiple coaches for something at that age. I can't imagine that being enjoyable for a long period of time.
3: Yeah, you're you're like playing, are they in clubs success?
0: like at school? You know, like what else are they I, doing? I'm fascinated I mean, now. Well, think about this: like,
3: you know, there's a whole week, right? Like, like Puerto Rico is not easy to get in and out of, and like you're kind of there for the week, right? Mm-hmm. And half these kids, you know, miss school, right? Yeah. And then, and I think this happens all the time, or a lot yeah. of the time. Um, yeah, one. I mean, one mom was sort of bragging to me about her daughter, how she goes to, you know, she goes to public school, so she's managing public school and playing golf, as opposed to, you know, either being homeschooled or private oh, tutor. I or, like so she, that, was sort of a, that was sort of a, that was sort of the chip on their shoulders. Like my daughter goes to public school and is playing this. Yeah, level golf, and I was just like that. Kind of set me back too. I was like, "Whoa!" Like, <laughs> it's, it's, I wasn't yeah, even thinking about them know? being homeschooled, but they probably have yeah. to be, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Or yeah. were there kids there oh. from like IMG or something, or one of the like specialized? Um,
3: I don't. High schools? I, I'm sure there were. Um I didn't run across any, but I'm sure there was kids there from that go to just that you know the elite academies or yeah. what have you. But yeah. some are homeschooled. Uh, but it's a, it's just a, that's just a different world, you know. Yeah. Completely. Um, yes. So, yeah, you know, and then all the, you know, all our crew of the, you know, the mid-amps. It's like people work <laughs> full time. Yes, you know, <laughs> you know um, one of the women there just had a baby. You know, a oh year ago. Like this was her first trip away. You know, not with her, with, first time away from her child. Yeah, um, oh yeah it's just uh, so. Yeah. Like, just talk about like complete differences in life, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you what know. were, did you, did
0: you, uh, get to observe any interesting, like, parent-child dynamics, uh, like, student you know, parent I, type stuff, or? You know, this, I have to
3: say, um, partly because, um, I wasn't great about warming up this trip. <laughs> I wasn't spending... Well, wasn't every spending. Say, every story
0: you've told has begun with you at the bar, so... That sounds like a warm-up to me.
3: Yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't spend a lot of time on the range, so um. You know, you only get hurt doing that, Jen. You know,
0: <laughs> you gotta save all uh, the good stuff. You know, save right. it for the
3: fields. Exactly. Um. But I will say, I mean, past in past ones of these I played in, I there was a I I encountered a really what I thought well, I was a terrible experience. I almost went and got a USGA fit, uh, official to come in. Um. You know, father-daughter like full-on you know fighting on the, the range daughters in tears it was like borderline abusive you know as far as like mental abuse the mom mom stepped in was, like physically trying to pull the dad off the driving range Oof. and I'm just sitting there watching this and it's just like you know and they, and they no concern over the rest of the field or competitors that were out there you know what I mean um, that was that was probably one of the worst experiences I've had that was that was, uh, that was when it was in, at Myrtle Beach. Um, I think that was, that might have been 2017. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, I would say the only other thing, like, this time around is the pace of play issue. They gave us five hours and 20 minutes as our allocated time, which is way more time than you actually need to play a four ball. Like, it's just, like, an average yeah, but, round of golf but, should take you four hours. Yeah, wait. When so, everybody's
0: good, like, isn't it supposed to be a lot faster?
3: Yeah, and like when they said that's like a
0: grouter round.
3: I was that like, is exactly. right? Yeah. <laughs> like that's
0: wrong. <laughs> I know that because I've been in a five-hour round. Yeah, and it's so not our, what you want?
3: Our first day of competition, we were like on the like almost on the clock for the whole day. Like, and it was you know these young kids that you know just kind of like oblivious to you know. The responsibility of being ready when it's your turn to hit and kind of just a very what I take is considered consider very basic you know in competition um, and it's just frustrating for us you know as faster players that you know now we've you know now we're being held back now we got a USGA official you know walk you know basically riding along with our group and timing everyone and yeah, it, it takes away from the experience and that's happened to me several times in in uh this four ball tournament but uh mm-hmm. you know i i think there's a better way of handling it but um usj i think they keep trying to review it and trying to come up with the best plan but um it's uh it's very frustrating so i would say from a wasn't so much a parent-child interaction but you know the parents are caddying for the kids and just kind of oblivious it's like more about them you know le- and less about the other people you're playing with kind of thing. yeah I will yeah. say that the girls in our group got better the next day I think somebody spoke to them and they there was a big improvement okay. so it's all you can ask for right? that's all you can ask for that's yeah. very sportsmanlike yeah. of you very sportsman-like. thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> but yeah oh wow that's so interesting do you think that they're just like overthinking it or is completely. it just really not uh No, completely overthinking it. I mean, yeah. you get two you get two practice rounds, right? So you, you've already played the course two times. Yeah. And you're coming up to, like, a par 5 or a par 4. There's really not much of a decision you have to make. So it's yeah. like, why are you standing 30 yards off the tee box looking at notes when you're, you know you're going to hit driver? Like <laughs> oh, <boy>. That's <laughs> weird. <laughs> All right, it's, yeah, it's probably lack of experience, too, yeah. you know? Yeah. But... Well, you, I'm just got, as you, got you know, bad on them. yeah. Um, as you know, by my nature, I'm not one to sit around and wait. No, nor should you. And, I, yeah, right. And um, so that's definitely something I need to get a little bit better about in my own game—is managing, you know. But it's hard as a fast player. It's really hard to dial yourself back. Yeah, because oh, and it's how, just you
0: know? once you start getting frustrated too—that like somebody else oh. is taking a long time. Oh, it's just Being annoyed is the worst you, you thing just, in the world. You, just you know? You're Like, just, thing. like yes. what have you been doing? Yeah. I yeah. can say it because he doesn't listen to this, but my brother-in-law, man, takes forever. And I'm just like, what were you doing over there? You don't know that he doesn't listen to this, Jen. He doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no one sent us to Kyle. But yeah, he just takes forever. Might have yeah, no, out. I
3: know. But it is. There's nothing more frustrating. And um, yeah, I almost lost my shit during... The, the first day but Chelsea you've met Chelsea Chelsea's very yeah. even cute oh she and was she's very a very wide. good balance for me so
1: what, yeah. what is Chelsea all about and how did you two come to play together
3: Chelsea's amazing Chelsea um, Chelsea's uh, younger than me she's 30 she's 13 34, 30, she's <laughs> yeah she's 16 she' my son's <laughs> classmate <laughs> well you guys know that story and the when so Chelsea so Chelsea and I qualified for the 2020 uh, US Women's Four Ball in a playoff beating one of my son's teammates on his team. So <laughs> that was fun. That's amazing. Um, oh, it's so good. And then and then COVID rolled in and USGA canceled the event and we didn't get to go. So this was a little bit of our redemption tour. Um, and uh, so we qualified, you know, for this year. Chelsea played, so Chelsea grew up on Cape Cod same story as me. No one in her family played the game. And I forget exactly sure how she got introduced to it, but um, self-starter, got herself started playing golf. And she ended up going and playing for Georgetown. So she was a, wow. a scholarship athlete at Georgetown, played all four years there. And then she gave it a little run. She spent uh, two years on the Futures Tour, which is now, became Symmetra and now Epson Tour. Yeah. And uh, she she actually had... She was in the top 15 in their money list, I think, her first year. Um, had some, you know, a little bit of success there. But like Jen, she really hated the on-the-road, sleeping alone in hotel room situation. I get it. I get <laughs> yeah. it. And, it's uh, lonely. Just, yeah. It's she, you'll, have to, you'll have to interview her at some time, but she'll tell yeah. you about how, how what a lonely experience it was. Living down in Florida. Didn't know a lot of people. Yeah. Um, you know she just she gave it a run and and um and then came back to massachusetts and got in the workforce and now she's running her, her own business or on consultancy she's got like four four employees trying to hire three more um okay. she does salesforce consulting if you guys little plug out there if anybody's looking to for a job i know she's trying to hire right now um I, but you know you think LinkedIn about that ex yeah, at all right exactly <laughs> um but she you know she's she is trying to she's doing really well you know with her business you know working ridiculous hours um you know not a lot of time for golf but you know she you know she could still play so it's a lot of fun yeah and so we yeah we met we met just playing you know locally uh on the golf scene and became good friends and she's on the executive committee of mass golf which i used to be on so i i was uh, we overlapped there as well so uh given back as well so she's great.
0: I love that. Yeah. I Love the mass golf community.
3: Yeah. It's a good group. Tight knit tight <laughs> knit
0: bunch. I
1: feel like everyone knows each other.
0: Yeah, well if you try hard enough, you know <laughs> you end up knowing <laughs> people. Um so Sue we wanted to give you another well we you kind of already gave a gripe which was at the at the uh the definitely basically my yeah. my
3: gripe yeah. I like
0: I like that as a gripe. Um that probably was just about as many questions I have so many questions honestly about the kids just because I'm very fascinated. Keep by going, these. give me a couple more. See what and I can What answer would for you <laughs> what would you think like what was one of your biggest takeaways about like the next generation? Because one of the yeah. things that I'm thinking about too is like these parents doing this calculus, right? I think like mm. I kind of like it that girls' parents are doing it because boys' parents have been doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. I I like that it's happening. However, yeah. are they aware of like the pay gap and everything? And like do you think that that might move the needle even? Like is this a good thing in the long run? Like even though it might be bad for these girls' lives?
3: Well, I mean you could probably say that about any elite sport, right? Oh definitely, definitely. Yeah. But- so you know, that's yeah. Um I mean I think I think what's what I was amazed at this time around was you know this is, and I would say this is. You know, there, there's a lot of like, you know, outside of this field, there's a whole another level. Of the really elite female amateur golfers that you know weren't you know weren't at this tournament because they just got done with ANWA or you know they got uh, college regionals coming up or what have you. But I, you know, the, I mean, the fundamentals that like just the basic fundamentals of the girls' games that. At such a young age, is like, these kids are stronger, their fundamentals are better, they carry themselves more confidently, um, I've never, you know, that was a big, that was a big shock this week, I guess, this past week, was seeing, I was just sort of amazed at, at seeing that, um, and I think that's great for the game, right, like, you know, the, 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 it's gonna make it more competitive and harder, like you said, there's only so much room at the top, right, um, I think kids are gonna there's definitely gonna be a group of kids that totally burn out right that you know that um, yeah. you know that happens in every sport I guess yeah um, in life but yeah. I yeah yeah and I, but I also think what I was and this is probably a good segue too to talk about um, the recent announcement with the LPGA tour um, I was kind of bummed out at how little they knew about the LPGA really really yeah we're talking oh. about you know I'd ask questions about certain players and it's like they all knew like, you know, the top sort of four names or whatever, but you know, they don't they don't know a lot of a lot of, and maybe, you know, and I was think about that a lot and like and I know you guys have touched upon this in your podcast quite a bit, but it's uh you know, it's lpga P G's gotta get better at telling its story and yeah. you know the story's and the coverage, there. right? And trying to find the coverage and yeah. all that. So, um but they just announced. I don't know if you guys saw this. They just they just announced last week while we were in Puerto Rico that they hired a brand new, um, very first, oh, yes. uh, chief marketing officer. Yeah, and brand brand manager, right? Oh, brand yeah. an answer. Uh, and he's a master, he's he's uh, lives in Cohasset, and he's a Holy Cross grad. So, oh my God! Yeah, and actually, and I, his name is Matt Chimora, and I actually know him very well, and. He had texted me ahead of the announcement and we talked and I almost fell out of my chair because I had no idea. He had just left. He was like 15 years with the Boston Bruins as their chief oh, marketing great. officer.
0: Cool. They have great marketing.
3: And <laughs> he had left there. Uh, he's got uh, three young kids and he, you know, was sort of like, I'm going to, he, he went to go work for a bank and he's like, I got to, you know, I want to be around my kids more and you know the hockey you know the hotels the travel and all that you know he felt like he kind of was over that and um he got recruited you know he got you know contacted and and uh, he's got two daughters and he just said this was an opportunity that you know he felt like he couldn't you know he couldn't pass up because he, he feels like he can make a huge impact and I think it's so exciting. So um, he's gonna be moving down to Florida. Uh, he's out at the oh darn! He's out it. at the uh, LPGA I hoping, event. I was yeah, hoping I he'd be
0: remote, you know. I was yeah, like, I, I should yeah. hit him up.
3: I know, but he's <laughs> uh, he's out at their tournament right now out in LA and yeah. meet, you know, doing his meet and greets of everyone. But I, uh, uh, I, I was so ecstatic because I know he's gonna do a great job and he sees this huge opportunity ahead of him. So and he's he's gonna be a great fit and working for uh, the new commissioner Um, so it's really it's exciting that's great so I you know I think you know when you talk about the next generation I think I think uh um, I hope these you know I hope I hope he can help I hope he can help Molly and the tour elevate the exposure so that it's you know kids playing the game are going to be able to know the players out there just as much as they know the PGA Tour
1: yeah well, we just need so. more fangirls out there, right? I'm, I'm Actually, I'm yeah. very surprised to hear that the players you met with last week were not all over the LPGA and didn't know those players and aren't watching at yeah, all. Yeah, it was
3: like... That's such a surprise. Had, and actually, even some of my friends, like, Gre- okay, so, like, Gretchen, not to throw Gretchen under the bus, but <laughs> I'm going to. Do hey, Gretchen. But even, like, yeah, Gretchen and um, our friend Amanda, who, you know, play a lot of, they're very good mid-am players, they don't, like, like... They don't know the history of women's golf. Like these are like top top like, you know, mid amateurs and they don't know the history of the game of women's golf and, you know, and they don't they kind of don't follow, they don't, you know, and I is it is it because they're not interested in it? I don't think so. I just don't think there's interesting content. Right? I think that's like a And it's not and it's hard to find. It. It's, yeah. just oh, so
0: it's hard to find it. Yeah. So hard we, to find. even when we're yeah. looking for information, like it's not like a quick Google search or something. Like you so do need irritating. to dig for these things. And it's, looking like, at
1: players or their stats or what they did in last year's tournament, like it is four clicks as opposed to one click for the men.
3: Yeah, yes. yeah. And I um, this actually just this, I'm just remembering this it feels like it was so long ago. But our first practice round in Puerto Rico, we played with these uh, young girls. Um, they were from uh, either Vancouver or, um, the Seattle area, I think, it, Pacific Northwest, and, <laughs> uh, we started telling him about the Megan Kang and Lee Kang story and her family story about how the parents got here, you know, how they fled Laos and, you know, like, incredible story, right? Yeah. And I was telling the, one of the fathers the story and he, like, stopped all of a sudden. He's like, he's like, that's my story. He's like, I left, he's like, I got out of Vietnam. He's like, I'm Chinese, and I had to leave Vietnam in 1978 as a young kid and got to, you know, got to a, uh, a church. Church sponsored him, um, either in Portland or Seattle. Oh no and that's how his family got over, and, like, his you know, only daughter's playing golf. And so I was like, you know, I'm like, you have to look their story up and oh hear about God, it because yeah. they had never heard the story. And wow. so, you know, it's... Uh, um, it's so relatable to so many of these kids and families, but again, like this, this, nobody knows about it. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. And I mean, it's hard to, you know, if it's not like, if there's not the same volume as there is for like men's coverage, I mean, even, you know, the Johnson Gretzky wedding that I've actually been pretty invested in over the past 48 hours. (laughs) 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 I didn't, I didn't go looking for it. The more I learned, the more I was like, I actually am really interested in this. This is a fascinating little time. Um, but if it's not, like, right in front of you, you know, like, you you don't even think to look into it, you know? There's so many easier ways to be entertained these days, you know, than, like, hunting around for, like... You know, I think the LPGA, like, their content that they put on um, on their Instagram and stuff is pretty good. It's just that yeah. it's not, like,
3: seen by that many
0: people. Um, so, you know...
3: Yeah, I think the coverage of events, too. Um, the commentating. Yeah, there's, oh, yeah there's and I... There's, there's less, less cameras cam- up. Yeah, there's less cameras. The so cameras is their,
0: huge. The cameras are huge. They follow four people, four same yeah. people every time. Lexi. And, Lexi
1: and three yeah, other and people, you mean. Always Lexi.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> they then, follow Lexi and, and
3: three other people. And then the commentating is just like, I just want to like, I want to like, sometimes we just turn the volume down put music on. Like, because yeah. it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's so, it comes across so negative, doesn't it? Like, it's, it's like, they're in trouble. Yeah, a
0: lot of times, like, very... Uh, condescending? Like, is that, patronizing. is that too harsh? Yeah, yeah. condescending, patronizing. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, that was a big mistake right there for her. Like, yada, yada. You know, there's, like, a lot of... And maybe that's to create drama in certain ways, you know, but... Yeah, I think, I mean, I think it comes down to a lot of just, like, not having enough cameras out there. Like, even when I was at the Chevron, right, just, like, not a yeah. lot of cameras. Like, on TV, they were just they just aren't able to show that many people. And so many interesting things happen in the in-between, you know what I mean? Like, all yeah. the PGA Tour stuff, like, the funny videos that you get of, like, people doing things, you know? Like, yeah. you just miss that if you're only watching, like, just the golf shots. And I think that a lot of times, yeah. too, it goes, like, just from shot to shot very quickly. And, like, you don't get context for it. You don't get, like, what's going on with that group necessarily. They're like, all right, over to the uh, 17th and Megan King. And you see one shot. You don't see, like, what happens after it. So there's, like, you're not following the story as much, you know. You're just kind of, like, watching golf shots, which is cool, too. But, you know. Again, I guess in
3: fairness to the commentators, like, if it's it's only four cameras or whatever, like, there isn't a lot to talk about, right? Yeah, you're jumping (laughs) around. It's hard.
1: They have to, like, really get creative with uh, their commentary, which. It's not entirely yeah. their fault, so
3: they should have you guys. Thank
1: do, you. So I, I, so th- I had a feeling so. you were getting at that. <laughs> no, I really I do. Yeah, it, we I
0: should really start a do. Twitch channel. I think. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. There we go. They, they
0: have that, right? Don't, don't they have like services where you can like you know commentate this on could TV? Be, like,
3: Sue Bird during the March Madness.
0: Oh my God, they did that. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I'm actually wearing yeah. my WNBA sweatshirt right now. There you go. Well, a great example, actually, of cool, engaging content is the WNBA. But I think because their players also are, like, very cool and, like, a little bit wild and very funny. And just the team dynamic, too, I think is something that gets yeah. played up a lot, which is great. I highly recommend following and getting your I hands think, on any WNBA it? content. It's engaging. I also think...
3: I also think though that that exists on the LPGA, but yeah. they're afraid that they're afraid that they're actually they've been told for so many years not to act that way, right? Yeah, put on this, this sort of false image of you know um, how a lady golfer is supposed to you know act, right? Yeah, I hope I hope I hope they change. I hope Matt changes. Helps them change their name. Hey Matt, we gotta get hey we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get lose, some ideas we gotta lose, for ya. We gotta lose ladies. Don't you guys agree? What? We gotta lose ladies in LPGA.
0: Oh yeah. I, yeah. It's it's a little. It's a little I didn't even yeah. think of that actually.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. What WPGA?
3: I don't know, but I think they want to be professional...
0: Or just the PGA Tour. Yeah.
3: The PGA organization.
0: Yeah. I don't know. The you better work on that before the, the next o- podcast. O- the OPGA, the other PGA. <laughs> that could be it. There that you could go. be a good one. We'll workshop that.
3: Yeah, um, I think you should. Maybe yeah, do I mean,
0: a bigger contest. Oh, my God. On some new branding. Rename the LPGA. Yeah, I think that, I mean, like, the more that we've learned about kind of, like, the history of it and stuff, though, it does make sense because for so long they've been, all the players have been in charge of like, branding the LPGA themselves and, like, selling it themselves. Yeah. Like, they are the salespeople for it, like, through the pro-ams and through, you know, everything. And, like, it's a very charming aspect of it, right? That they all feel, like, yeah. responsibility for that. But then, you know... Because of that, like you don't get a Dennis Rodman, right? And then like, right. that's who that's gets the point. headlines, yeah. Yeah. right? Like that's what's that's what the media wants to see, you know? And that's actually what I want to see as a consumer. I want to see someone like go you nuts. See the real,
3: yeah. You want to see the real thing out there? Yeah, yeah like I want behind see some the hair
0: colors. The behind the
3: scenes Sri Cup, right? Yeah, like, and I, I, I think yeah, yeah, I
0: think that a, a big part of that too is just like getting creating like a younger fan base, you know? Because I think yeah. the older fan base, I even remember. At one point, like, this was years ago, but Michelle, we posted a picture, like, and I was reading through the Facebook comments, and it was a bunch of, like, old people being like, your hair looks so much prettier, and it's natural brown. Like, I don't like this (laughs) this blonde, you know? Or, like, commenting on her outfits and everything, like, the length of her skirts and everything. It's just, like, at a certain point, too, you know, you don't feel like getting dragged, and I get that, but maybe, you know, I commented back, and I was like, I think it doesn't matter what color her hair is, because she's cool. So Right shut up um, <laughs> but yeah so did you get I,
3: shushed at the chevron
0: oh yeah i got shushed like a Stone. ton yeah. yeah it was just well in the party deck on poppy's mm. party deck they would stare at you and like it was a, like i thought that was supposed to be like you know like the solheim cup scene right like the cheering right. and the everything but yeah the volunteers were very aggressive aggressively not allowing <laughs> cheering so <laughs> but don't i mean a so,
3: bummer. but it is a question for you guys like you know your sort of age group generation like i i find ladies to be condescending like just sort of that term like you know um yeah do you guys is that not did that never sort I of jump out at you because you've always known it as lpga or it mm,
1: doesn't like, feel condescending to me we also call our own yeah. membership the ladies clubs so like, okay <laughs> we
0: really Fair. don't have an issue with Fair. it Fair. Um, I th- yeah i think too, like I'm not as concerned with, like, terminology as I am just, like, the brass tacks. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather just see purses get bigger. Then you can call us bitches. You can call us whatever the hell you want. (laughs) Yeah. You know? I I would agree with that. It's like, call me what you want, but pay me. You know? and that's kind of where I'm at in it all. I like it. You know? All right. that's
3: good. That's surprising. I like
0: that. Yeah. Because, I mean... You guys are so (laughs) inclusive.
3: Well, I mean, you're... I feel like
0: we just know that we're going to be condescended in, like, so many different ways throughout our lives. That It's yeah. like, yes. if you think, you know, ladies, like, call me whatever. Like, that's like the bottom know? of the barrel. That's just like Yeah. yeah. As long as I'm getting and it, paid and, you know, not having people say weird things to me at work, you know? Oh, uh, no. Well. <laughs> that's the dream. Like,
3: we you could do, do a whole, whole podcast, podcast <laughs> on that. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: for another. <laughs> I know. We need it. You've never brought Actually, the rain pants story on, on the pod.
3: <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, that'll that'll be another. We gotta do. We should do teaser. We should do a little deeper dive into uh, behaviors and like back to oh, the you know, book I sent you guys on sort of the equal access to the private clubs. That would be. We could spend some time on that one.
0: I know. I think that we should get yeah. a, a book club going for that.
3: Yeah, for that little.
0: Uh, you know, the unplayable lie. Everybody, yes, um, great actually very very upsetting though I told even some stories of um like that were like in the book to Chelsea Colt and she was upset so
3: yeah I was like I gotta and it wasn't
0: too long ago like, no it was literally day. like like 1998 so yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like around that it was crazy this was like hey this was that book that like women getting like kicked out of country clubs when they got divorced or their husbands died mm. and stuff and kind of all these like country club rules and laws yeah. and like well not even like just that the law doesn't protect you from discrimination from a country club,
3: you mm-hmm. know, and just, right. you know, from how, a private club. And yeah, I mean, I've messed up. I know happens. women that's like, I'm not going to name the club, but a local club here in Boston where they couldn't even walk in the front entrance. They always had to use the back entrance. And this is like in the 80s. This is that's like plan. gross. It's just like, like, an, like creepy. Yeah. yeah. Like, what's the yeah.
0: point of that, you know? Like, I
3: just, yeah. I'm
0: like, like they weren't welcomed. Yeah. It was
3: a, it used to be a bastion for. You know, men on Saturday and Sunday mornings.
0: What are they doing in there that they can't have, like, like you guys are perverts. Like, you what's going walk, on that I can't walk in here? What are you here? doing in there? Yeah, like, ew. Oh, exactly. Oh, that's so funny. But, I mean, hey, we got we got work to do, ladies. We do. <laughs> Gotta you guys are doing it. So Hey, so are you. Are proud, you I'm proud, now. Really,
3: no, I'm proud of you guys. for This has been so fun watching the Gruder journey and keep it going okay.
0: we're just getting started yeah, we're, we you know, just started tiktok awesome. we just started getting big on tiktok so
3: excellent it's
0: only a matter of time now we're gonna get those young golfers sue we're gonna get them yeah, yeah. that's how we get them on tiktok yeah, when are. they're doing all their traveling
3: they're out of these yes. airports we're meeting them where they Definitely. are as they like to say exactly I love exactly. it well you're gonna have to come to one of these events next
0: time so i'm i'm a thousand percent in. i really was. i would have been there i was there in spirit just just, no, you, uh, you know, I gotta get, I gotta get planning better. I need a manager or an assistant or something. I hear. So it. if anyone's listening out there and you want, you need a mic curtain. What
2: you need. I, I need a mic curtain. I know. Yeah.
0: Nick's good, yeah. but he's not. You know, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to make him work too hard. You know, <laughs> the scheduling front. <laughs> My calendar manager. Calendar manager. Um, but Sue, we really appreciate your time and your this, your energies yeah. here tonight. Um, you so, guys. and you are And you know what? We're proud of you. We're proud of you for also getting it's, out there. It, yeah. Um, it really is showing, inspiring. Showing the youngins how it's done. No, seriously, Haley. Like, I think we could be going to the four ball someday. I think we could. Something to aspire to. I, I just got my it. momentum trainer that Lee had me using. So, I want to impress work. him the next time that I, that I go in. He sent me home with a
3: balance board today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to get my legs stronger, he told me. So,
0: Oh boy! <laughs> <That was fun. laughs> you gotta get a trainer. you Gotta ask oh, well. one of those little girls where the where uh, are their trainers yeah. at. <laughs>
3: I'm, a, I'm I'm I'm, in, I'm on the TB12 injury prevention. Not too many. Yeah, not doing not doing crazy stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, um, thank you so very much for listening tonight. We really appreciate you listening. Also, um, as always, reach out and say what's up if you want to. And um, oh. Last thing, um, girls on greens is coming up next Saturday, May seventh, Queens, New York. Um, it's gonna be a great party, lots of amazing prizes, over a hundred girls just playing golf. Um, uh, pace of play isn't good there either, but we're working on just some different <laughs> ideas for good reason. Because, it's a, it's a because we're having fun though, because we're exactly. yeah. having fun. Yeah,
3: yeah. We have the course for the day, right?
0: Yeah, we're yeah, oh, yeah. we're not putting you on the clock, yeah, so. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, you'll have fun. Um, but until we talk to you again, uh, hang loose, swing easy, and we'll see you later.
2: Right, right, turn off the lights. We're going to lose our minds What's the-